Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. (laughs) Hi, everyone. This is Patricia at Mountain Wedding Talk. I have my partner in crime over there in the Montana area. Hello, hello. This is Erica. All right. So we have wedding stories. I think that we also have a special guest today. We do. We have her back. We're, you know, we love her to death. So um, we're going to let her probably start off with some cool things, but I'm going to have Erica introduce her as well. Oh, okay. I introduced her last week, but I can do it again. I think I remember. Okay. Um, so okay. we have with us the most fabulous. I got. I have to make. I'm gonna have to like write down this whole title thing just to you know. Um, planner, editor, regional manager, senior. Um, oh, master, master wedding planner. Master wedding oh, planner. Um, <laughs> I know we need, we need a doodle mama. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. She's got a lot of titles folks. So, and and she's uh, Robin's over in Coeur d'Alene in Idaho. So today, you know, so we have representing three States today, which is very exciting. So, you know, at the end of every month, we do our, um, our wedding planner stories, which is always fun because you get to see kind of, our raw thoughts and, and things that happen to us and things that we go through. So Robin, do you have any stories? I actually have a very recent story. Um, and probably some people might be able to identify things going on, but that's okay. Honestly, it's okay. There was a venue in the Coeur d'Alene area that was, um, really hot. Like people loved it. It was a lakeside venue. It was actually a private venue. So you could go in with your own liquor, your own caterers, the whole situation. So it had a lot of attraction to it because honestly out here, if you want lakefront, you're either going to do it at a personal home that either your grandma or your parents own or something like that, or you own, or you're going to do it at the Coeur d'Alene resort, which is our main sort of venue out here. Beautiful place but not for everyone because it's, it's in a resort, you know, you, right, you don't right. have choice on your liquor. You don't have choice on your catering, things like that. So this venue was very, very popular. Um, and there was among a lot of the planners in the area, some trepidation about the, the venue for different reasons. It was hard to get to, you actually had to take a boat to get to it. Um, you could drive if you were a planner, but the boat was how all your guests got to it. And there was also some, some issues with the owner and things like that. So we all weren't like super like excited about the venue, but a lot of our clients were, and it was hard to say, I won't work at that venue because there were so many people who wanted to get married there. Mm-hmm. Well, this year, um, that venue owner was told by the County that he has to shut down and he has to shut down immediately. Wow. And it's 2022. And we had, ourselves in our business alone. I have another planner that works with me. We had six weddings there. What? I know another planner who had 10 weddings there. Altogether, there were 21 weddings that needed to be moved within the Coeur d'Alene area that were in 2022, starting in May all the way to September. Oh, geez. And I guess 
not to get into like why it was shut down or what happened and things like that, but there's a few things that I think are important that people should know if they're not working with a planner that at least think about working with at least a coordinator for your day because all these people had to scramble to not only find a new venue, but they had to make sure if they found a new venue, if the date was going to work for their other vendors as well. And there was a lot of moving pieces for all of these people to figure out. In our case, we were able to get our people situated either with different dates or different locations. However, I do know someone who wasn't working with a planner that ended up with a less than ideal venue, according to her mom, after she called me. Um, And I think the thing to think about is that even if you think like, oh, I can do this all on my own, you probably maybe can do the planning on your own. Maybe you can. Maybe you're just a really organized person. But when can I swear on here or not? Sure, go ahead. Go for when it. When shit hits the fan, you want somebody to be able to jump into it. My client literally found out the weekend she was visiting here that she was supposed to go see the venue. He called her and said, I'm closing. She's she's calling me that evening. And by Tuesday, we had a new venue. We had made sure all her vendors could move over that needed to move over. She got refunds for things that she wasn't needed to use because of that. Her rental order was completely changed because it's a whole different space. And we were able to like basically go in there and get it done for her because at that moment in time, that was the most important thing in my plate. And I had to deal with it. Whereas if you don't have somebody like that, you're going to feel not only just overwhelmed, but you're going to feel very, very frustrated as well, because I was able to like email all the vendors, let, let them know, get it all done and basically be on call if they called or if they emailed or whatever. I don't have a full-time job. My full-time job is your wedding. (laughs) So I don't have to worry about if I'm at work and the florist calls and says, I can't do that date now. So you, you know, X, Y, Z. So it's just really important. I think even if you don't think you need somebody, things happen. And I think COVID taught us that, but also other weird things like this happen too. So one question I have, I got, I have lots of questions for you about this. Um, Where did, did they get refunded for, from everyone? Or were there some vendors that were like, yeah, I'm sorry, but you got charged for this and we can't. So in some cases, and my client, uh, my clients, they were able to, uh, my one client especially was able to book the day after okay. and all of the vendors were available because most vendors out here only do one event a weekend. Okay. So that worked out really, really well for us. Um, for the things that we didn't need, the porta potty lady, she was so gracious, even though I know she probably had all 21 of those booked out there. She gave us a full refund. Oh, wow. I do know, though, that other some vendors couldn't do the date for some of my my other person's uh, uh, clients. And I do know some other planners that had to either move or cancel the whole wedding. And they were given partial refunds because people held that date. And that was a it was a prime summer date. And it's another reason why if you're if you're a planner and you're listening to this or you're a vendor and you're listening to this, have a good contract in place. Yeah, I was going to say um, that's where, you know, I know nobody likes to talk about insurance, but, you know, pre-event insurance. Yeah. Uh, and with that, and with insurance now, it's a little complicated because right. with COVID, they're not insuring as much. 
Um, We're not sure. I mean, unfortunately, none of our clients had insurance, even though I say in my initial email to everyone, hey, you should consider having insurance. Um, Nobody had any. So I don't know what would have happened had they had insurance. Um, But I do know that that with COVID, the insurance policies have really changed because the insurance companies got really hit with that, obviously. Um, and I think the other thing to think about too, is as a, you know, when you're looking at a venue, um, and you know, again, this had everything everyone wanted, but there were some red flags. And I think, so if you're looking at a venue and you feel a little uneasy, you know, maybe reach out to a local planner and say, Hey, I'm thinking about this venue, you know, maybe, you know, I know we don't want to give a lot of free advice out. We don't, but at the same time, we don't want you to make a huge mistake on your venue either. So if there's something that doesn't seem right, maybe reach out to either a local caterer or planner or someone and say, Hey, I'm thinking about this venue. Is it a good place to work at? Right. Yeah, because I think that I think that was something that overall a lot of us felt like that, but we weren't willing to really say anything and badmouth another vendor. And I think looking back now, I think a lot of us should have done that a lot earlier. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the whole COVID um, situation has. I just I remember when the whole thing went down. I remember being on the phone with you for. You know, like, oh, my gosh, what are you guys doing over there? You know, and, um, you know, we rallied pretty good um, and everybody was kind of on the same page for the most part. So that was good. But um, it's made a lot of us change a lot of things that we do and how we do them. Um, But on the on the same on the same note as as venues canceling, you know, there's a lot of venues that are being sold. And, you know, um, yesterday I, I get the call of, hey, my bride said, I just I just saw that the venue got sold. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, well, let me make some calls. Don't panic yet. I mean, rightfully so. She's very upset. She's just, you know, and, it, you know, we got everything worked out and everything's fine. But. When something like that happens, if you don't have a contact in the area, you know, she lives in this area and she was like, I don't know what I would have done, like who I would have talked to or or how to even navigate through this. So because we have so many destination weddings, you know, you really want somebody, some point of contact in the area that can guide you. Um, You know, that's why I think. I don't know if you guys have, but, you know, I've got the, I've got different levels of planning and, and coordinating so that, you know, if there's somebody who, yeah, they just want day of, but they want to be able to touch base and say, Hey, is this a good vendor? Hey, is this, you know, am I thinking the right thing here? Then yeah, totally help them out. So. And I think it also is important that an area has, good vendor relationships too. you know, that mm-hmm. if, if you call a, a caterer and they say, you know, oh, if you want the best person to work with for your day of, it's Erica. No, I wouldn't call it day of ever uh, wedding coordination. It's Erica. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. Um, people, you know, 
clients who don't know anything, that means a lot. So it also means a lot from planners if they're right. saying the same thing that, oh, this caterer is great or, ooh, that venue, ooh. Um, but again, it's hard when they've already signed the contract and then they hire you. Then you kind of have to deal with it. But at the same right. time, if you feel like, and you're, you know, you're looking at this fabulous place and you have a question, I would just reach out to local vendors. They know, they know, they know, you yeah. know, and yeah. like in your case with the, with the selling, you were able to get in contact with both people. It sounds like. Right. And so, you know, the people, so it's like, if, especially if you're planning a destination wedding, you have to have a local person on the ground, yeah. you know, whether it's, you know, your planner, which I'd hope it would be, but even if not, even if it's like you have a really good relationship with your photographer, ask them, you know, we know what's going on and we can tell you rather than you going in blind and being like, well, it's a beautiful location, but well, what you know. do you do? I mean, but here's, here's the other thing. I mean, you've got, you've got vendors who, you know, I don't know how it is, in, in your guys' parts of the, the world. But, you know, we're a very, um, it's very clicky around here. And, you know, you might hire one vendor and they're only going to give you the vendors that are their friends that they want to do, you know, whatever with. They don't, they're, they're not necessarily looking out for the client and saying, hey, yeah, this, you know, this is the the best, or this is going to be the best for your situation. They're going to just give you their friends, which doesn't always pan out because some of their friends might be shady. You know, I'm just, oh, I'm, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's a photographer here that always recommends a certain DJ and I hate working with that DJ. Right. And sometimes if I, if I have a client that's going to go with that photographer, I will already have given them my recommendations for DJ because I don't want him to saying, Hey, you need to work with this person. He's fantastic. He's not fantastic. I'm sorry. He's just not. So, Hey, Hey, I just, and I, I know I only gave you a little bit of that story, but I have the, you know, the, the caterer story right. where they, right. you know, so I got a, yeah. the caterer who, um, they subcontracted oh. a bartender. And the bartending service that they use, I will not work with because of past incidences that have happened. And I'm just, I don't want to be involved with that. And, you know, they had this great big ordeal and she wants me to pay for her extra time that she has spent on things. And, you know, and I'm like, no, because, you know, if you're going to subcontract, you need to contact the planner, the client, and let them know, hey, this is the, you know, this is who I'm thinking about subcontracting with, because there might be, you know, the client might not like them. The client may have bad blood with them. Um, or, you know, as a planner, we know a lot of stuff that goes on that other vendors might not know. So. And that is very true. That yeah. is very, very true. And I think out here, I would say we're, there's definitely clicks. I mean, everywhere oh, you yeah. go, there's going to be clicks, but I think out here, I, and I don't want to like pat myself on the back about this, but um, I actually started a Facebook vendor group mm -hmm. and it's only for vendors. It is not for people getting married or anything yep. like that. And I felt like it really has, helped a lot in the area to make people feel like I don't just need to recommend my best friend right. because right. I know of this other florist or, I, or this new florist came into town and wow, her stuff's beautiful. Like I would totally recommend her, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's helped a little bit, but I also think too, that, you know, if you 
really, really care about your wedding vendors, then hire a planner because mm-hmm. we're looking out not just for your best interests, but we're also looking out for the experience to be the one that you're looking for as well. Mm-hmm. So there might be a great DJ that's fantastic that everyone raves about. No, he's wonderful but he's not going to be the right DJ for you. And I know that because you've told me what you want for your DJ. So, and and I don't mean to be picking on DJs, florist, photographer, whatever it is. (laughs) No, that's okay. The Um, DJs are used to it. I think we should do a whole DJ one, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Cause I, (laughs) but I feel like, you know, that is where the value of your planner really comes in. If you hire a planner is to make sure that they're choosing, helping you choose the vendors that you have said are what you want mm-hmm. versus just getting on Google and being like good DJ in Coeur Lane. Right. Yeah. And when you look at, 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 um, uh, reviews and stuff, I can't tell you how many people have just, they just get all their friends and stuff to, to give them five stars and make up things. I mean, I, I, you can tell which ones are real and which ones aren't. And it's just like, dude, that don't do that. That's just, yeah. You know, and I, I don't know what your experiences with some um, of the DJs that add the event planning portion or the coordination, which is very difficult to maneuver around as a planner because they, they try to take over you know, you've given them a timeline and all of a sudden now they're trying to coordinate that day and, and they mislead our clients. I really yes. think our couples get misled on, we do it all. We'll do photography. We'll do wedding planning. Yep. And you know what? They may help coordinate that day. Cause they do need, I consider us married that day, you know, between the DJ and the photographer and so forth. That's what a planner does. We, we run that timeline together. Um, it's not a solo show as the DJs, I guess, illustrate, you know, and it's, it's really difficult sometimes. In, well, my DJ is already going to do that. Well, no, well, that's, I come across that with DJs, photographers and caterers. Those are my three that, that like to play planner. And, and I've had them say, you don't need her because we've got this it's horrible and you know and it's like okay well i can't i be, i can't be held yeah. responsible then i i so. met a photographer that no longer will take couples unless they have a planner yeah and they said that was a big leap for them however they um they just said you know what i will fail without a planner yeah. I, I can't take the pictures then I'm, I'm doing some other things. I'm helping her with the bouquet or I'm helping her with her dress and I can't take those behind the scene pictures and stuff. So it's really cool to see that evolve. And I'm yeah. hoping that a lot of photographers do that. That would be outstanding. I would. Yeah. Love and there's a venue in town that basically doesn't require you hire a, um, a coordinator or planner, but highly, highly recommends it. And as part of their introduction, once you sign with them, they send a list of planners to them, to, mm-hmm. to the, to the client and say, here are the planners that we like to work with basically, right. because they've realized it makes their job so much easier too. And I think, again, I know, you know, some people are very hesitant about planners, but I think if you can find the one that is the right fit for you. And also if you're doing a destination wedding, honestly, I don't know how you don't hire a planner. Right. I mean, if nobody lives here, 
How are you making your decisions? I, I don't even understand that. Like they go on Facebook groups and ask a bunch of people who don't know what they're talking about. And that's and that's the silliest thing in the whole world. I mean, I had a client a few since we're telling stories, I had a client a few years ago. They lived in Dubai. They were originally her, the fiance was actually, he was from this area. She was from the Chicagoland area, ironically enough. Um, and um, they lived in Dubai. They came in once for a planning meeting. We did everything over Zoom. We chose vendors over, well, it wasn't Zoom at the time, it was Skype, but whatever. Right. Um, it was, you know, we did everything remote. They came in once. It was for a tasting. That was it. Yeah. So like, I don't know if you're living so far away and you're coming to Montana or you're coming to Wyoming or you're coming to Coeur d'Alene and you're getting married and you don't, even if you have people who live there, how do you not have that person to guide you basically? And, and, and and, oh, by the way, they also had full-time jobs and that's what most people do. So it's like, why make that your full-time job again? Yeah. Just hire somebody. I know. And it, it is, it's also fascinating to me when the couples go, I'm so glad you're here. We almost didn't hire you. And, you know, you, we cover up so much um, that happens behind the scenes, you know, and my, my latest wedding, you know, we had no chairs out there. So, and the owner was <laughs> MIA. Um, so I'm looking at the, the situation. I'm going, okay. So I grabbed a bunch of people, you know, we put the chairs out. So we are, um, what do you call us now, Eric? I know there's a name and it just went out the window. You know, we, we, do, we troubleshoot on yep. the spot and, you know, we make it as smooth as possible. You don't even know what's going on, all of those kind of things. So we're, you know, we're very valuable, but we're kind of unsung heroes in well, response yeah. to our, our jobs. We're magicians behind the scenes, basically. Yes. I mean, you know, I have to go, go back to the post that we just recently saw on one of our Facebook groups that wanted to pay $500 for what all of our stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. right, ladies, we're going to wrap this Wait, one up. This was fun. I could tell this stories was, for days. I, see, I mean, see, we should have you on for all the story ones, you know, because <laughs> the story ones are the funnest, I think. I mean, well, and you can also learn stuff from them too. Absolutely. Without having to go through it. Right. I know, I know. And we're still searching for our couple that's going to come on the show and get consultation for free. Yes. All righty. Um, you can see uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, RSS.com and MountainWeddingTalk.com. Contact us. Um, send us feedback, messages just say hi. Uh, you can also listen to our, um, you can download our, our podcast from, um, any of those platforms and all right, Patricia, close it out. All right. And we would love to have you on the show. So, you know, look us up and, um, download us, definitely download us. That will really help us. And that really is a measurement. I believe in the algorithms as they call it, but we love that you're here. We love that you're back. And, um, Wedding talks, mountain wedding talks. Signing out. <laughs> Bye. Mountain wedding talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening.